host Alina and April some of the stories we tell are fun and interesting but some of the subject matter is downright disturbing sit back and And enjoy enjoy the the show. show human sacrifice narcos and more According to the dictionary, human sacrifice is the act of killing one or more humans as part of a ritual. These rituals are usually intended to please or appease gods, rulers, and authority figures. The sacrifice is an offering which requires bloodshed. Human sacrifice is usually related to the recognition of human blood as the sacred life force. Could you kill someone for the sake of pleasing someone or something? I know I couldn't. Welcome back this week. If this is your first time listening to us, glad you found us. If you're a regular listener, you know we love and appreciate you. So welcome back. And I'd also like to say welcome back to my guest co-host. She's been here all summer. You know her. You love her. The fabulous Trish is back this week. Welcome. What do you Happy to be back with y'all. I know. Thanks for doing this. We appreciate it. So Yes, Absolutely. Yeah, I talked to April again this weekend, so it was good. And, and uh, you know, she was saying she really appreciates you helping out. Gives her Yay, a chance to, I, I to... miss you, April. Thank you so much for letting me be here, too. I really appreciate it. <laughs> I know. We'll have to be on your new one. Your new podcast. Yeah, duh. Yeah. So of course. Come and help of you course. out. Anytime you need us, let us know. Yes, she better come back with some of that good food too. I know. I still keep thinking about that every time. All the Instagram posts for all the food. I'm like, is that all you guys have done? Is eat out there? Like, <laughs> did you go any sightseeing? Oh, but they yeah. did do some sightseeing. They got a lot of stuff done. And yes, and yes, it's super pretty. All of her yeah. pictures. She's needed too. it. She needed a break, man. She's been going to school. I I keep telling her it's so funny because she's been going to school for like 20 years straight or whatever, you know. And uh, so I always joke about it. And, <laughs> You know, now she's got her PhD and everything like that. And, and I always tease her. I'm like, man, you wasted so much time. I'm like, cause I have an honorary doctrine. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's of divinity. Cause I'm an ordained minister and stuff. I'm like, did you yeah. just got your shit online? Like I did. It was quick and easy. She's like, what? my shit's real. Yours isn't. And I'm like, whatever. It says the same thing. <laughs> yeah. According to Google, it's real. <laughs> right. Exactly. Google's real. <laughs> so um, oh, I always tease her. She's like, Oh my God, bitch. Mine's real. <laughs> she always does that. <laughs> yes. And we love that you did all that hard work, April. Mm-hmm. Cause come on. I mean, 
It's a PhD. I ain't doing that shit. Oh, hell no. I was, <laughs> I was done with school. I was fine. <laughs> Me too. I even think about it too, because I thought about going back to a little bit more medical school and I'm like, mm, no, forget it. <laughs> I know. You get that brief moment because I did that too for about six months. I was like, you know, I should really go back and I should do this. And, and then I'm like, what the hell am I thinking? As the older, the older I get, my memory's going. I'm like, oh, hell no. This is going to be too much work. <laughs> six months, man. I, I thought thought about it for a night and I was like yeah no <laughs> you're a lot smarter than me it took me longer to realize how stupid that sounded <laughs> yeah it was real quick uh, you know after a few beers it was like yeah no what was I thinking that's dumb <laughs> I know on to the next exactly. dumb thought <laughs> exactly <laughs> well how are you this beautiful day I am doing good. Doing good. The day has been very well. Yeah, uh, good, because you had a long week, you know, so I'm glad yes. you. <laughs> I'm glad it got yes, better definitely. for you. Yes, it did definitely. <laughs> you know, so. Did you watch any good horror films this week? Um, I didn't because it's Shark Week. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> that's right. I forgot. I got full commitment to my Shark Week. <laughs> I forgot. I was trolling your Instagram this week. And uh, I was cracking up because you're watching Shark Week while you're eating fish. And I was dying <laughs> laughing at your post. I was like, oh, my gosh. And then you had the the Instagram post where you had the little shark gummy <laughs> that you have swimming across the screen. <laughs> just like, oh, my gosh, she's such a Shark Week fanatic. Now, I, I do um... like Shark Week, but every year, you know, they come up with like a stupid idea. You know, and mm -hmm. I got to say, one of the dumber ones that I saw was the jackass uh, shark Week. oh my gosh that was hilarious was it i didn't even watch it is it funny because i was yeah, just like i don't it, know it's it, getting it is. It's crazier funny. and crazier it's funny because they get scared um they do some dumb they do some dumb crap on there like as expected which i won't spoil <laughs> it for anybody but um one of them actually okay i'm gonna spoil it a little bit one of them actually gets bit Wait, so, wait, wait. You, you got to say spoiler alert like April. <laughs> oh, spoiler alert. That's right. <laughs> so he gets so, bit? <laughs> yeah. One of them actually gets bit. <laughs> and um, one of the newer guys that's on with them. And they, uh, so they end up taking it real serious, you know, the next day. <laughs> it scared him straight, huh? Yeah, they, they, you know, were like, oh, okay, these things are real. Well, duh. duh. <laughs> You're on Shark Week. <laughs> oh, my so, God. But, I mean, in between my Shark Week watching, you know, commercials happen. And I did see the trailer for Scream 5. So That's really exciting. I know. That. I'm excited for that. That'll be fun. Uh -huh. And I Me think too. they're so. all coming back, aren't they? I think they are. Yes, I think so too. I don't know. I haven't seen the trailer though. I was Wait, just trying to think. I read an article mean, about. Does that mean Ski Ulrich is coming? No, out? no, not that. I just meant like oh, the main, man. like Courtney Cox, and you know, I just meant the main one. So yeah. Oh wait, he can't come back. No, he, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're gonna get to meet him in in uh, September. He's I gonna know. be. There. I know. Are you excited about that? Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> so excited i'm a total fangirl over it <laughs> oh my god <laughs> people are always so weird in in real life like when it's different celebrities yeah it's it's way different like george clooney knocked me off my socks when i met him <laughs> did he really close. he was so good looking in person my word i <laughs> 
I was like shaking. I remember when I hand, I didn't even know what to say to him. Like I, I kind of like blacked out <laughs> and you know, I was never obsessed with George Clooney like that. Like I'm a Mark Wahlberg fan. So when I met him, I was like, Oh cool. I'm going to meet George Clooney. And then when I walked up, I was like, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> I think the only person I got kind of starstruck, you know me, I can talk to anybody. And the only person I got weird around and it was he was probably like what the fuck like you know but tom welling who played you know superman in smallville uh he's so (laughs) tall and he's so damn good looking i was just like uh (laughs) he's like do you want to take the picture now i was like yeah oh my god i would love to see you in that i was like oh my god i was just like what a dork he could have asked you out he's not asking me out but you know what i'm saying like we could have had a moment but no (laughs) you have like this whole 50 shades of gray moment in your head like not saying that crazy but i mean just like where you like seize up i'm like like, at least i could have fucking like talked to him for a minute just said hey you know i love your work blah 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 instead i'm just like you're so yeah it was funny i was not expecting it with george clooney and my friend behind me was laughing like what the, what's wrong with you <laughs> oh my god uh, that's the craziest yeah. oh yeah it is it's funny so yeah it'll be exciting so you get to see if i fangirl over ski ulrich uh, i'll report back <laughs> yeah we'll have to we'll record while know. we're there too so oh, that'll definitely. be fun yeah you should fun. do a Instagram story. Oh, there you way. go. There you go. Everybody can see all our silly adventures. <laughs> <laughs> well, how was your week? It was really good and really productive. I got a lot of shit done, you know, and and uh, kept myself busy. But I did watch a lot of um, like horror films this week. And a lot of them were like, you know, C and D <laughs> rated. It wasn't great. So I don't even I don't even remember those. But I did see one really good one. It was called The Hunt. And it's actually out in movie theaters right now, but I got to watch it on HBO Max. You know how they're doing that 30 days. Uh-huh. And so it's, it stars this gal named Betty Gilpin, which she's like in the show Glow. And she's done other stuff, too, so you would recognize her. Um, but uh, she's great in it. I mean, it. you know, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but it's kind of like a thriller mixed with a... Not, I wouldn't really call it a horror. It's like a thriller mixed with action, mixed with, you know, comedy. And it's crazy because it's like got tons of people in it real quick. And, and, but I don't, well, I can't say much. I don't want to ruin it for anybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm but totally it's a, a lot of cameos, I guess. On the internet right now. Yeah. Oh, Betty Gilpin. Mm-hmm. I yeah. Recognize her. Mm-hmm. Do you recognize her? Yeah. 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 So she's, yeah, she's really good. I mean, she really stole the movie for me. And, you know, it's so funny because my husband is, he's a avid reader, but he's not a big movie watcher. And I mean, he'll watch them with me, but he never comes out of anything saying like, oh, that was awesome. Or that was one of the best movies or anything like that. He's always like, "Eh, it was all right. It was okay. It was predictable. Like Uh he always does that. And, um, he doesn't, and this one, he was like, that was a really good movie. And I was like, what? Hold on. Let me get my phone oh. so I can record this moment. <laughs> he was like, that's awesome. He goes, I really liked it. And I said, yeah, I said, I can't, I said, I can't believe you just said that. He goes, I liked it a lot. And I was like, she was really good. So anyhow, get it. If you get a chance, watch it for sure. So, and then totally, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, definitely. And then, um, one that really stood out that I watched was called Borderland. Have you seen this one? 
I have not seen the movie, but I did read up on the story. Okay, so you know all about it. So this movie was was based on a true story regarding human sacrifice, and that's how I got today's show idea. So the movie came out like in 2007, but the real life story took place in 1989 um, and is based on the drug cartel cult. Um, And it was led by Adolfo de Jesus Constanzo. So um, I don't know if you're familiar with him. If you're familiar with story, you are obviously. Yeah, yeah, I know it's familiar with the story, but no, I don't know what like super details or anything. But, yeah. yeah, yeah, this this story was crazy. I mean, yeah, it you know it is a crazy story, it's crazy, sad, <laughs> you know, wacky. I don't. I mean, it, you, when you think you think of Narcos, you know, that's all you mm-hmm. think about. You don't think about other aspects. And this, they were totally. Like, you know, narco Satanist kind of thing. It was so much thrown into one pile. And so it, it made yeah. for a good movie and a, a crazy story for sure. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. All the, you know, drug cartel stuff that yeah. happens and you know, all of that's actually very creepy I know. and freaky. It is. There's some, yeah, there's some stories that I've definitely read or even recent news articles that are released from Mexico, like the hangings and all that stuff. That... I know. It's scary. I'm like, I don't understand. Yeah. People that are still like wanting to travel over there right now. I'm like, mm, they don't. Definitely. I mean, I think there's protected parts, you know, obviously that right. some people can, can go to. But yeah, like as far as like for like everyday citizens out there it's a scary place it to be. really is I, especially yeah. for women i mean there's a there's always been a huge like um femicide mm-hmm. issue out there in you, mexico you've actually done so. a really good episode on your podcast um tuesdays with trisha about one of the about the women that go missing and stuff like that and uh-huh. um that's a really good the, episode. Uh, yeah, it's called the Monsters of Icatepec. Yeah, um, I'll never forget that story. It's just it it chilled me to the bone, and uh, y- you know, I mean, because I I do I you know I want my I want my kids to travel. You know, I'm sure you want your kids to travel, right? Mm-hmm. You know, when they're older and just see parts of the world, but it scares me for them. You know, in certain places that you just got to be really careful. But you know what's crazy, crazy though is that. You know, like I've traveled to different countries, stuff like that. And I think, you know what? That shit was probably there already. We just didn't know about it because we didn't have the social media aspect. We didn't have the news outlets aspects that we have now, you know. It oh, was totally. So, you know, so I think that danger was there. We were just numb to it or, or you know, ignorant to it. I mean, it, I even think about I went to Guatemala when I was, I think it was like 10 or 11 and I had a pen pal that I actually used to write all the time. And so when I went to Guatemala. Was it a 50-year-old man? <laughs> no, <Just kidding. laughs> no, it was like this girl. She was like 14 or something, I remember. And my my mom and everybody had even met her because I met her when I went into Guatemala. And we became, we were friends. So my mom actually let me go into Guatemala City by ourselves. What? With yeah, I remember going by myself into the city with her and getting, um, buying some chicles and like we just like, bought, like the little dolls. I remember because there's, when you go into Guatemala City, you know, they've got the airport there. Just, right. I remember the airport being like super predominant, but like all around there, there's vendors just sitting on the sides of the street selling all these different things. And I distinctly remember being there and I distinctly remember being there just with that girl. You know, and I wish my mom was alive so I could ask her. I guess I could ask Nanny about that and see what she 
what she says, you know, as far That's as like, crazy like, though. Sure. Yeah. I remember the, the house that they lived in and just like this, the city. Yeah. My parent, my, yeah. I know, I, my mom, I mean, went to Mexico when I was 18 and got drunk off my ass. And, right. Oh, and, we've all done that stupid shit where you get so drunk. You're like, you yeah, know, you I remember, remember eating in this. Yeah. Mm-hmm hole in the wall taco shop and you have no idea where you're at remember the taxi mm-hmm. ride being like the scariest ride in my entire life there were no traffic laws <laughs> 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 and then and then us trying to get across the border at five o'clock in the morning so, trying to act sober um <laughs> yeah like i'm telling the you. world i know there's sometimes i look back and i'm like how the hell am i still alive like or how did i not <laughs> get kidnapped how did i not get you know it's kind of scary yeah. to think of the stupid shit you do as a as a teenager or a young adult and and that you live through it but some of these people aren't lucky like that i mean unfortunately yeah. you know but that's crazy you i can't believe you went alone in guatemala by yourself like oh my god that's crazy yeah i, rem- yeah, I remember that i have like distinct memories so but, i mean it wasn't alone i was with a, with the girl who spoke the language yeah but, but you still, were both young <laughs> i know like the perfect still, age it wasn't like i was now. like this little Guatemalan girl there, I was definitely, you know, a gringo. <laughs> <laughs> definitely the the white girl coming in there and just being like, hello, I'm from America. Oh, my gosh. I didn't speak Spanish. So, yeah. That but, is crazy. I mean, survive. So. I know. You're like, thank the Lord. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. So. guess you don't need to worry about drug cartel in Guatemala. You got to worry about that volcano. <laughs> Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. So there are two important types of human sacrifice. The first is a human being is used as an offering to a god or gods. The second is the slaughter of servants or slaves so that they can accompany the deceased in the afterlife. Okay, real quick. Yeah. Wait. Sorry. I know didn't mean to interrupt you, but real quick. We don't have gods and goddesses and we don't have servants and slaves anymore. So there's that <laughs> that you uh know directly hello <laughs> that I know oh that's right yeah there's that whole underworld okay anyways continue mm-hmm. with sacrifice. yeah <laughs> <laughs> get your shit straight no just get <laughs> sacrifice has been talked about throughout history and is connected with a lot of worship throughout the world there are also those who are just crazy and evil and who do sacrifice because in their minds that's what needs to be done so they can reach what they consider the highest power in satanism Uh, This story is a mix of both. To know how this occult came to be, we should start back at the beginning. Adolfo Constanzo was born in Miami, Florida in 1962 to a 15-year-old Cuban mother. They moved from Miami to San Juan, Puerto Rico, after his mother's first husband died. It was in Miami that Adolfo learned to serve as an altar boy in the Catholic Church, but was soon introduced to voodoo when they traveled to Haiti. He spent some time there learning the ritual of voodoo, but was soon taken back to Miami when his stepfather passed away. Once in Miami, the problems quickly began. Cops would be called on Adolfo and his mother because neighbors complained of dead animals left at their doors any time they had a confrontation with the family. People did not feel safe around Adolfo and his mother. Okay. I mean, if people are leaving dead animals on my doorstep, oh, hell no. Like... What? It's like a fruit basket. Yeah, welcome to the neighborhood. Get out. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, yeah, and, that yeah. would that would definitely freak me out if I opened the door and I'd be like, oh, I'm I'm welcomed. Yeah, I'd be like, mm, let's see, what's this? <laughs> yeah, that I mean, I would definitely scream and be like, what in the world? Well, especially <laughs> if you knew that they had traveled, you know, or that they practiced voodoo or whatever, because you would never know. Mm -hmm. Like, are they gearing up right. to take it out on me to show, you know, what? Who knows? Right, you'd be like, "Great, we're the next next target of this family that's going crazy over there." Mm -hmm. So, or whatever they do. So, yeah. My goodness. All right. It said in 1972, Adolfo's mother got remarried, and Adolfo was introduced to Pablo Mayombi, which is a religion that offers animal sacrifice. His new stepfather was a member of the religion and also happened to be a drug dealer. This was Adolfo's new life, and by the time he graduated high school, he and his mother reached a several actual arrests. This included, like, theft and vandalism. So, after graduation, Adolfo moved to Mexico City, where he met George Montes, Omar Araya, and Martin Quintana. These guys were the beginning of Adolfo's followers and would help him form a cult. The narco-satanist group was also known as Matamoros Cult. Got, uh, got to a compound near the border town and began gaining members, including Adolfo's witch, Sarah Alderetti. She would live to help him grow the cult and the business. Adolfo made money by providing spells for rich drug lords, and these spells involved ritualistic sacrifice of goats, chickens, and sometimes zebras and lion cubs. He worked with corrupt law officers who went on to introduce him to Mexico City's High, most powerful drug cartels in high society. Adolfo's rituals began requiring human sacrifice because he believed his magic could be amplified. He first used cadavers from the graveyard, but felt his spells and rituals weren't strong enough. Adolfo and Sarah quickly began using living, breathing human beings. Oh my God. Can you imagine the cult members that get stuck digging up the graves? <laughs> I feel like I didn't sign up for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> funny that's what you think <laughs> i'm not even worried about the the values i'm just like no hell no i'm not digging no <laughs> selena's like man i gotta be the one to dig this like i don't know if i can deal with this smell <laughs> i'm just like what the fuck uh, it's just crazy you watch like i just i was thinking in my head oh my god this guy is just deteriorating deteriorating like he's literally I don't know what in the world was going on during these sacrifices or rituals that made this guy believe like, and I can get higher power. Like, well, the only thing I can think is that his shit was working. I mean, you know, it was obviously coming to him because money kept coming in. They didn't get caught, but I, you know, I, cause I truly believe, you know, in, in all these different, um, rituals and stuff that different religions do, you know, I believe whatever you put your mind to, you can, accomplished and especially with like voodoo and stuff like Agreed. that yeah so but i but i think you know sometimes people get just like in business get power hungry get you know and it's like what can i do uh -huh. next what, like nothing's gonna stop me nothing's gonna touch uh -huh. me you know so i think it had a lot to do with that and it kind of sounds like he was used to getting his way with his mother um, helping him with his you know all that well yeah clearly he brought a witch in so he mm -hmm. was like hey <laughs> right exactly <laughs> Yeah, this is this is some crazy stuff. I couldn't imagine coming across it. It's probably some scary ass shit. No kidding. So it looks like during this time, Adolfo also believed his magic was so powerful that it would protect him from everything. 
So that's when he got more involved with the drug game. He demanded the cartel known as the Calvados make him a full business partner. When the head of the family said no, he immediately regretted it. Adolfo's people took seven of the um, Casadas of seven of the Casadas family members, and when their bodies were finally found, they were missing their brains, toes, fingers, and even a spine. The Matamoras cult did this with a lot of drug families and thus began make, making a fortune. Adolfo became their high priest and further unfolded himself in all the operations. The cult members stayed on the ranch selling drugs and they sacrificed rival drug members and the corrupt cops who betrayed them. They would torture and ritualistically slain all of their victims. Man, nobody was safe if they, I mean, they took the corrupt cops down. That was a good way to to keep everybody in line. No kidding. I mean, he must have done some shit to really scare them, to make them think like, there's no way I don't want to go down like that. I'll do whatever he says, you know? Well, the torture alone, I think, oh, is a I'm pretty sure. good scare tactic. I mean, if you're going to threaten to, you know, remove pieces of my brain or fingers or toes. You <laughs> you're, know, giving, like... you're giving me up is what you're saying if they threaten that? <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't. I would still let them remove those. <laughs> I'd be like, just not the thumb. Just not the thumb. Why not the thumb? <laughs> because I couldn't grip stuff. <laughs> Stupid. You're going to have to learn to use your toes. <laughs> I could like I could at least grip with like somebody else's finger and oh I can my use my thumb. God. That's a, see I wouldn't want my tongue taken out. And that's probably the first thing they take out cuz my smart ass couldn't stop from talking. <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely if I was one of those people it's the first thing I'd do to your ass. <laughs> Oh I'd be like, no more rivalry with the podcast. That <laughs> <laughs> bitch can't <laughs> talk anymore. Speaking of which, I, real quick side note, uh, totally off the. But I was watching The Quiet Place too, and mm-hmm. I was like, dude, I would have been dead because like, they were like four hundred and something days, and I was like, dude, I would have been dead in like day three because I can't keep my mouth shut. Like, I'd be like, somebody please talk to me. I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah just all of a sudden it would have been like can somebody please just say something and like and now you're eating exactly <laughs> all right sorry to get off subject continue <laughs> okay, that's funny. All right. so it looks like adolfo was having issues with some ritual work and he believed he needed an anglo male for his offering he told his men to find someone quickly promising this would grant greater supernatural powers for them all you know that's going to get anybody worked up and excited you know especially when they're that Um, dedicated cult members are like so dead like they're the best people to have around you if you want followers you know it's like they will do and believe anything just like Mm -hmm. man well definitely yeah oh yeah so on march 13th 1989 an american pre-med student crossed paths with a few of the narcos narcos cult members mark was 21 and the perfect anglo male mark was tall athletic with sandy blonde hair mark kilroy went to matamoros mexico for spring break with his buddies bill huddleston bradley moore and brett martin piled into the car and drove to padre island for a week of fun in the sun on Sunday, Mark and his friends decided to head uh, across to the Rio Grande, to Matam- from the Rio Grande to Matamoros, which attracts lots of spring breakers. The area is known for bars and discos. And I think it's also known for a little bit of like drug and partying, you know? 
uh-huh. but they don't yeah. they don't advertise that part. <laughs> Mark and <laughs> <Of> his <course. laughs> Mark and his friends went across the border again on Monday night, and at the end of the night on the way back to the States, the guys were walking with Mark and Brian trailing. Brian says he went ahead to pee in the bushes. When he looked back at his friend, he noticed a Mexican man motioning in their direction. Brian then heard Mark say, didn't I just see you somewhere? Brian ran back to, to where Mark was, and he Mark was gone. He wasn't there. The friends backtracked to try and find Mark, and he wasn't anywhere to be found. They went ahead and crossed the states, and then they went and waited for Mark by the car after a while. But when he didn't show up, they thought maybe he had found a ride back to the hotel. The three guys went back and went to sleep. When they woke up the next morning, there was still no sign of Mark, and that's when they knew something must be wrong. Both sides of the border set out to search. After two days with little to go on, the search by authorities slowed. So my issue with this part is that, first of all, why are you leaving your friend? Uh-huh. He's walking with I you know. guys to the car. And then, yeah, he's walking to the car with you. And all of a sudden you think he just got a ride with somebody and didn't tell you guys he was leaving? Yeah, like he, yeah. Like what? Yeah. Like, I, like hello. I'm super disappointed in these friends. Right. I'm sure they were all totally wasted, you know, whatever. So they weren't thinking straight. But at the same time, it's like, don't leave your friends. You never leave but your friends. But still, even I would be tripping out, especially if I was drunk, too. I'd be like, what? See, like, what just happened? My first thing would be like, that Mexican man took him that was talking to him. I know he did, you know, because he was just right here, especially the guy that was Totally. Peeing. He was just yeah. right here. Yeah. The guy that ran ahead just to go pee, like going pee, what takes 30 to 45 seconds, maybe a minute right. and a half. Depends on how old I, you are. No, I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> but little known fact on kidnapping somebody or it takes less than eight seconds. Right. Isn't that crazy? So actually, there's a lot of time probably in between that. And you're right. What if they were drunk or were intoxicated? I'm, oh, I'm sure or, they were intoxicated. Know, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, they went over there to party. So you know they party uh-huh. hard. And so none of them were thinking or whatever. But yeah, so... I just I think it's crazy that it went back to the hotel and just went to sleep. You know, totally. Uh-uh, no. Yeah, there's no way I would have been able to do that. And who knows? Maybe there was more involved in the story, and that was just like right what that we, we know that we aren't from... told about. And then you know, too, okay. like it says the the authorities, you know, on both sides. Well, we already know there was a lot of corrupt cops because they've, you know, the story's already talked about it so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, exactly. Mm, who knows? Crazy. So it looks like Mark's parents actually f- flew out from Brownsville, Texas. And over the next few, few weeks, they spearheaded a campaign to save their son. The Kilroys offered a $15,000 reward. They passed over 20,000 leaflets and they got their own son's story on America's Most Wanted. The show didn't turn up any good clues as, as to where their son's whereabouts were. The Kilroys had to head home without their son, but the police promised to not let, let up on the search, which is cool i just have to say i mean i hope that that's what they actually did right the police actually got lucky and had a break in the case in early april this was around three weeks after mark went missing elio hernandez rivera 22 at a resident of matamoros was arrested for running a routine police roadblock while in possession of a lot of marijuana during questioning police found the driver lived on the property where they believed was was where the nar- narcos cult lived. The federales showed Rivera a picture of Mark Kilroy and asked if they had seen the missing American. The answer was yes. The man pointed to a shack about 400 miles away from where he sat. 
The lawmen approached the area and were engulfed with a stench of decay. Buried in the shallow graves, there were 12 male bodies, including the mutilated body of Mark. All had died differently. Some bodies were burned, some were shot, stabbed, disfigured, and one was even missing the heart. Another three bodies were eventually found in the same area. All of the victims' bodies carried the telltale sign that they had been sacrificed. Mark was killed by a machete to the back of the head, and his brain was removed. Inside the home, they found a cauldron containing a black cat and human brain. The police found 15 bodies in total and a ritual room that was filled with blood, human, and animal body parts. When the cops found a few of the cult members, they asked who killed Mark Kilroy. The members told the lawmen that Adolfo sacrificed him. Man, they, they caved quickly. They gave him up real fast. Of course. It's crazy. <laughs> of course. I always say that. There's no loyalty in no. murder. <laughs> there, no. there really isn't. You know, no. and if I murdered somebody and asked somebody to cover up for it, I really wouldn't be surprised if they ruled over on me later, right. especially if their life was, you know, it's, it's a doggy dog world mm. with anybody. You know, I'm always going to be on the lookout for myself. That's just human nature. Right. That's crazy. All the different things that they did to these people. I mean, the uh-huh. taking the heart and poor, like Mark Kilroy, the machete to the back of the head. That's awful. Uh-huh. You know what I, you, you think about when you read these stories, like, do you ever like stop and just think about like minute by minute for these people? Right. It takes us, it takes me a minute or two to read through your Wikipedia story or the story that was covered on whatever sort of news outlet, but you went through minute by minute of torture or, you know, or rape or whatever, you know, maybe. And that's a good point you bring up because if you think about it, like the stories that are published about these people, um, they leave out details sometimes because it's so gruesome or, you know, Uh there's only so much they can put in that they're allowed to print. And, um, and so there's probably things we'll never know about all different types of murders that the people had to go through and, 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 lived through to the minute that they died and it's sad to think that and you know like sometimes i think oh thank god this family got justice you know or whatever when i read these stories Uh but then sometimes i'm like god it might have just been better if they never knew because Uh how could you you know hear that story read it and then think my poor kid or my poor sibling or my poor you know parents whatever whoever the family member is and and not feel like just so upset and hurt for them, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah definitely. Oh, man. Definitely. It's just, oh, God, just the details of situations like that or having to identify bodies in that situation are, oh. Right. Well. So sad. It, it really is. It really is. The men told lawmen, uh, the lawmen that they kidnapped Kilroy and brought him to the ranch. Mark almost escaped, but had been wrestled back into the car when they took him that night. Um, he was bound. Oh. I know, in that awful. I mean, if his uh, friend would yeah. have been there, you know, who's yeah. to, who's to say he wouldn't have survived, or they could have taken them both. You just don't know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, but uh-huh. he was bound and gagged. But they gave him meals, water, and he. They kept promising them that nothing would happen to him. Twelve hours after he was taken, the cult members led Mark outside, and Adolfo took a machete and chopped the back of Mark's neck. When the police found his body, Mark's legs had been severed at the knee and his brain and spine had been removed. Oh, my God. 
Yeah. I mean, 12 hours, 12 hours. They fed him, gave him water, uh, promised him nothing made him would believe. happen. Yes. I mean, you know, there's got to be, you know, and in that moment, there's got to be that glimmer of hope or something that you're thinking, maybe they will let me go or change their mind, or maybe I can right. escape or maybe, you know, there's got to be so many emotions running through your head. And if uh, they're being kind to you, you know, you wonder and you, you don't think that that's what you're there for is to be sacrificed. Totally. I hope it was quick for Mark like in he, that situation. Yeah. Like it just knocked like, him out and it wasn't, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or like, you know, or he just didn't know it was going to happen before it happened. I hope right. it wasn't like some, I think about rituals or when you like sacrifice somebody or like things that they've shown in like movies and stuff where the person's there all alone and they just know somebody's coming out from behind them with like a gun right. or something. You know, exactly. Those moments are, you know, and because obviously they're... we couldn't save Mark from any of those moments, but God it just gives you that like bone chilling, like feeling mm -hmm. like, Ooh, Man. Oh. and you're right. Is it better for the family to know that that's what actually happened? Right. To their that, loved one? Like, you just don't know. You don't know what mm -hmm. what's the better route for them. Definitely. So it looks like warrants were issued for Adolfo, Sarah, and five other prominent members of the cult. Hearing that the police were on to them, Adolfo and his followers had time to flee to Mexico City just before they raided. The, they raided. They, they had the raid on the ranch. The federales decided that after recovering the bodies, the property needed to be the um, the property ne needed to actually be burned to the ground, which is, I think, a fantastic thought on federales' part. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it was probably actually like really smelly and disgusting too, if you oh, think about can you it. Imagine so all they, that. Yeah. Well, surely they well they took up all the bodies and everything, but in the soil you and and see so in the movie they stated way more bodies were found and i'm sure that was probably just for you know hollywood or whatever than what's uh -huh. in here but you never know you never know like maybe there were more bodies found that they didn't discuss or maybe you know you just don't know i don't know totally totally so it looks like they actually brought in a curandera um am i saying that correct curandera yeah it's like a witch and healer, you know, just, yeah, healer. <laughs> or, or healer. To cleanse the earth as they burned the buildings. That's smart. Two weeks after the lawman found Dolfo held up in an apartment building in Mexico City. Knowing that this was the end for the narcos cult leader, Adolfo started throwing out wads of cash, opening, um, then opening fire, op open fire on a passerby. -er. He also fired a machine gun on the police officer responding to the call in the building that had nothing to do with Adolfo. Um, back, uh, backup quickly, quickly arrived and Adolfo and his men found themselves completely surrounded. Not ready to surrender, Adolfo ordered one of his men to shoot him, which he did. When police finally made their way into the apartment, they found Adolfo Costanza dead at the age of 26 by his own, um, on his own orders by one of his own men which see that's to me that's the chicken shit way out for these guys you know okay yeah you took the words right out of my mouth what a coward and, so and you're too. gonna sit here and be all big badass why didn't you just voodoo yourself okay i was else? just about to say that i was like <laughs> you know your magic was so big you know it's like mm, <laughs> but i didn't want to you know i was like you know not that i'm like talking down about voodoo or anything like that but this guy believed he was so almighty you know, right, yeah. 
like mm-hmm. what happened then bro? yeah exactly <laughs> you just you know they weren't they weren't even couldn't... there for him that's the crazy shit you know i'm thinking this guy had like magneto status like come on bro <laughs> he did in his own mind <laughs> oh jeez, i know this is crazy like seriously it is you it's know a and crazy story I what, hate... what a good little thing I... that you thought of though while watching this well that was thanks to the movie <laughs> it was, <laughs> you know sometimes i i'm like oh i haven't seen this one yet or whatever and i get excited and then it's like oh that's a based on true story and then i look it up real quick to see you know how how real it is and and so yeah, this one is like, a oh. sad story but it's an interesting like you know case it really yeah I think so but it definitely is yeah. just i mean you can kind of see like right in the in the beginning when we were talking about the story how adolfo then his mom remarried and then this guy was like um this into this human sacrifice or animal sacrificing and then he was a drug lord you know like or he was into drug dealing and then right there i was kind of like oh okay <laughs> well we know where this poor is going. kid there's yeah. a clincher to it all I mean, you know but yeah even, like, they're even all products you know children are products of their environment i mean mm-hmm. and that's all he knew and he liked definitely. it definitely i mean it's bad enough with drugs alone mm-hmm. but drugs and then you get cult like sort of like yeah, yeah cult like stuff and, and mm-hmm. oof, yeah. that's you don't need drugs when you're in a cult <laughs> you're already taking in all drinking the kool-aid so to say yeah yeah exactly yeah so who knows that's crazy it's actually kind of funny that you said that <laughs> i know i know we shouldn't laugh at all the people right. that die drinking the kool-aid but and that's not I the fact that's not the points we're laughing at you know we're laughing at just him being like he he thought so highly of himself, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. It's like, well, where yeah. was all this, you know? Absolutely. And I'm not saying to say that, you know, any of that, you know, magic or anything is like not real or anything. So I don't want anyone to get offended who is, you know, practicing that. Cause I have to say that, you know, our oh, no, that shit's real. In, yeah. No, you know, that, that shit is very real. Mm-hmm, definitely. Um, but it's but the fact the, that he was, you know, mm-hmm. so high and mighty on himself. And then, yeah. The, exactly you know and then and then his little hocus pocus act didn't work for him and he was like ah i don't want to be killed by police <laughs> let me just I shoot them taken out by a gold <laughs> member ah. exactly <laughs> oh. this oh is the ultimate God. sacrifice for you right for you. don't forget it i'm but sacrificing I'm pr- you know but that's you. pretty crazy because most cult leaders don't go down with the ship you know at first you know, they don't like he wanted them to take him uh-huh. out first and then, yeah, worry about themselves or whatever. So, who uh-huh. knows? very true. That's crazy. Well, that is crazy. I hope you enjoyed today's show and I want to thank the lovely Trish for co hosting with me today. Always, always. I hope you all love me and you don't get annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if they still come back to hear April and I, I mean, <laughs> they don't get annoyed. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you guys know? are annoying as shit. <laughs> no you're hilarious and awesome this is why everybody comes back every week and with all your both between you and april and whatever you guys talk about all the time i'm always like what the hell are we talking about this week well it's kind of it's you know it's so funny because april and i have a good time and everything but you know she doesn't uh-huh. she doesn't drink because she's muslim and i get all drunk so it's kind of fun. it's kind of fun to have somebody who's getting drunk with me <laughs> Yeah, uh, I know. Yes, I'm currently drinking White Claw Surge, so just so everybody knows. <laughs> but, How yes, is that? Totally. I haven't tried that yet. 
it's it was like I told you I got the blood orange one. It was not it's not, not so good. Great. Taste. I don't know. I like things that are tasty. I'm in the, I'm like, yeah, I order daiquiris. By the way, we're going to the daiquiri depot when you come down. <laughs> oh my god. I, I'm not a big fruit. I'm not a big fruity drink kind of girl, but I'll, I'll try it. I don't care. Well fine, I'll throw <laughs> some whiskey in there for you and you can shut up and drink it. I'm not a whiskey girl either. I'm a beer. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> but my well, hus- my husband's really into whiskey, so you know that'll work. Oh, see, there yeah. we go. Do you guys like hot sauces? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're gonna have to get you, some hot sauce. When we get together, we should do that hot one sauce challenge that you wanted to do. Good. The we're four totally of us, do we it. should do it. One hundred and ten percent. We'll record it too because this is going to go up on the internet. I can't. Yes, I'm actually so excited about this. All right, I can get the new season too because we have the old season. So, and my boyfriend likes the. Oh, sorry, fiance. <laughs> Gotta get used to that. Huh? <laughs> yes, he likes the hot sauces so much, though he's like downing them right now. So I told him, I said, we got to get new hot sauces in here. So we'll order the new. All right. (laughs) All right. That'll be fun. I'm down. Well, (laughs) thanks for coming again today. And then we will see you guys next week. Have an amazing week. And remember, keep it creepy.